This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Enough. Enough. Enough of I can't. Enough of life is hard. Enough of my story is different. Enough of being the victim of your life, playing a small, secondary, insignificant role, while you can have the primary, leading, big role. You have what it takes to be empowered, successful, and live blissfully on earth. Your moment to rise is now. Your time to shine is today. What are you waiting for? Today's guest on the Empowered Podcast is an exceptional woman. Authentic, raw, grateful. A woman without masks. She's very rare thing in our modern society. She's talking openly, freely about her experience, about her life, about her story. And there is a lot to learn and a lot to admire and a lot to get inspired by. Let's listen to Rebecca's Bernham's story. Welcome, welcome, Rivika. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Uh, anytime. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I loved having you on the Empowered podcast. And uh, you are on my list forever. Uh. <laughs> there are some people who are my, on my money list, actually, because they have been doing amazing things around the community. Yeah. And you are definitely one of them. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so... Uh, before getting started, I want to know who is Rebecca? Ah, who is Rebecca? <laughs> ah, so Rebecca uh, comes from a little town called Mount Summers and I'm a farmer's daughter. Uh, and that, that is important to say because it, all my values and thinking is based around kind mm. of that and it's shaped who I am so much. And I feel very lucky and blessed to mm. to have had that life and, and, and mum and dad are still on the farm. Mm. So um, I grew up there. I'm the youngest of four. And she got it right the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I moved to Christchurch to study social work. So mm. I'm a social worker. Then I got married mm. uh, to the boy next door. Mm. And uh, now I am a mum of two. Oh. So, yeah, and I, and I run a couple of social enterprises. So, I love that. Yeah. I love it. Usually when we ask people who they are, they are always asking, you know, Answering, replying with the roles they play. Yeah. And that's the role you played, the role of a daughter, of a wife, of, yeah, you know, of a, a mother. Yes. And you bring but, all of that with you, don't you? Yeah, life? but how do you define yourself afar from, aside from all those roles you are playing in life? Mm, I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh, how do you see yourself? Oh, it's hard to see myself outside of that. Like, you know, when you become a mother, that mm. is that is the uh, the first thing, right? It's your first mm. commitment in life, mm. and nothing else breaks that. Mm. Um, 
So, and I, yeah, I don't know. I'm me. I, I think I'm a empathetic person. I'm a mm. helper. Um, and yeah, it's it's my a blessing and a curse, maybe. No, <laughs> it's pure blessing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's always good to define ourselves. Yeah, you know, apart from our roles. Yeah, because we are not our roles. We are yeah. standalone human beings, human entities. Yeah, and who we are, how do we define ourselves? will be reflected in all the roles we play. Gotcha. So it is very key to know and to yeah. define ourselves. And if we don't know, we need to sit with ourselves and define ourselves. Yeah, maybe oh, I, I need am. to do that. Yeah, yeah. so that's, wow. yeah. yeah. I see you always as this happy, you know, yeah. happy, beautiful, smiling person. Oh, yeah, you. that's, yeah. And, and you carry that with you wherever you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's, it's nice if people feel um, seen by you and valued mm. by you. And and lots of my work has been with children. And mm. so children need to be seen. And I always want children to feel like I was happy to see them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So smiling is a big you part see of your, But do you see yourself? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Because you, t- you take yourself with you yeah. wherever you go. So yeah. how do you see yourself? Is I see how myself pe- as a very fortunate person oh. that um, is so blessed in so many ways yeah. um, to have the family I have, to have the life I have, to have all the privileges that I have. Um, I feel like I'm really lucky and really fortunate. Oh, my God. And I think... Um, Obviously, um, we'll talk about it soon, but uh, my husband and I went to Cambodia years ago and we realised how wealthy we were. You know, there's nothing like seeing people having to make do to realise you're wealthy. And we had that conversation, you Mm. know, that we are wealthy, we are rich, we are fortunate. Mm. And we never wanted to get trapped in any kind of cycle of of needing more material things. You know, we have a home we have a car. Aww. We 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 always have food on the table. You, I just don't think. Why would you want any more than that? We have healthy, happy children. Like that is such oh a lucky God. thing to have. So, I have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, you know, we hear a lot of people talking about gratefulness and being grateful, but. Yeah. You are embodying gratefulness. You are oozing gratefulness. <laughs> and I feel that energy. Yeah. And I am in awe, actually. Oh, wow. I, I love it. I love it. For you, it's it's, it's natural. Yeah. But I think that's what most of us human beings, we are lacking. Just seeing what we have. And, and, and really... stopping to see what we don't have. And focusing oh, yeah. on the good rather than, than the bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and you embody that so beautifully yeah. that... Wow, I'm speechless. Oh. Truly, truly. Well, you yeah. know, um, I think uh, the first time you came to the farm, to mum and dad's mm. farm, afterwards you said to me, now I get you. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. You know? Coming from, yeah. yeah. What I come from and how how fortunate I am and how happy I am to share it. Mm. Like, how could you want any more than that? Wow. You know? And other so. people in the same, you know, situation, they would be like just complaining and yeah, not happy yeah. with it. And so... Yeah. Whatever you got, you turned it into a bless and into a reason to be grateful for. And I think that's your most beautiful feature ever. And how that's exactly how I would define you and how you should define yourself, Rebecca, as a very 
grateful person. Yeah. Happy to be alive. Happy to be the, uh, having the life you have. Yeah, yeah. There's a saying, um, "But for the grace of God, go I." Mm. Um, and I'm not a Christian, but it's it's one of my favorite sayings because it's it's basically saying. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what kind of world do you want to create? Because mm. if it's you tomorrow that needs that yeah. support. Um, do, have you helped, you know, create a supportive world? Mm. So every day with, that we wake up and we're alive and well, mm. we should be grateful. Because wow. tomorrow you just don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. Yeah. Gratefulness is a spiritual practice regardless of religion or faith or, you know, just being grateful is helps big time you know with your mental emotional and yeah it you know, does physical life but, but yeah. some people don't um now i've lost my train of thought but some people go through life expecting that life is always going to be easy and mm. good and i think when we do that um we're not helping ourselves 100%. life is not meant to be mm. wonderful every day that's why we call it emotional immaturity Wow. People they they expect life to be hundred percent, you know, yeah. uh, you know, rose, you know, unicorns, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and life is fifty fifty. Life yeah. is light and darkness. Life is good and bad. And one of the main spiritual laws of life is the law of polarity. And ah. but people are not mature enough. They are not prepared enough. Yeah. They are just expecting the good, but not prepared for the yeah, bad. Exactly. And yeah, another lessons. The mm. bad is the lesson. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. I, I, as someone was uh, struggling to help their their child, they were they were having a, a rough time, and they were having to get support around mm. learning how to manage their anxieties. And and I said, this is amazing. Yeah. And they were like. What? Exactly. Why would because, that be amazing? Because we are here to evolve and yeah. grow, and the band is helping us go to the next level. Exactly, uh, especially we, when you're choosing to yeah, learn from it. 100%. So I said, hey, when she gets troubles when she's a teenager, she'll know mm. how to do it. That'll be wow. easy. Mm. Sweet as I can do that. But the kids that have never had any real struggles in their life, once they become teenagers wow. and life gets hard, mm. they don't cope as well. You know, so hundred percent, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I would like to ask, you know, ask you about your metamorphosis story. Yeah. What shaped you into the human being you are today? You know that the metamorphosis is moving from survival yeah. to thriving in life, from just being self-centered to yeah. having a life of service and contribution, and. You are among the few people I know that they spend time, energy, money, all their resources helping others, contributing yeah. to the lives of others. So what shaped you? What helped you become the human being you are today? So again, it's like I say, where I come from. So mm. when we were growing up, um, we were so fortunate to have a farm, but we also had a big mortgage. Mm. And mum and dad's income was the exact amount that the shop bill was. Aww. So there was ju so there was a lot of growing food. There mm. was so many um, so so many uh, secondhand clothes. Oh. We were so fortunate to have aunties that would mm. just send us their children's clothes at the end, and it was like woohoo, we're getting mm. clothes. Um, so uh, uh, like the good thing is when you're a kid, you kind of don't. If you're poor, you don't always realise you're poor. Mm. But I remember, um, I remember. Santa coming to school and there was this boy who was always naughty mm. and Santa gave all these presents out to these children and 
he gave him this big Tonka truck and he gave me a colouring in book and colouring in pencils and I said to mum, mum, what have I done wrong? Aww. Santa gave that kid who's so naughty yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> My poor mother, you know, she couldn't afford any more than that. Mm. So um, I think, again, growing up and not having a lot makes you grateful for what you do have. Mm. And even just the other day, I said to my, we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about cheese. I said, Ruby, that cheese is very expensive. <laughs> you be careful with it. And we were talking about resources. And then I said, hey, kids, even if we had a, even if um, there was lots of resources, we mm. would still be careful with the resources mm. we had. I love that. So, yeah. Mm. We need to, the energy goes into everything we do. Mm. So, um, so we, we could probably choose to have more money and be wealthier, but I'm giving my children a life that's not that dissimilar to the life I had, which made me amazing. So mm. um, we only buy ethical secondhand. So mm. essentially we live in secondhand clothes. Mm. And I dress better now than I ever did in my secondhand clothes. Wow. So, um, yeah, I just think I, I appreciate everything. And I love your openness about it, and I love your honesty, and you're you're an authentic person. You're not fake, <laughs> you know. And I love yeah. that. It's a very rare thing to find these days, yeah. and uh, it's very spiritual to be authentic. And you know, you're in alignment with your with who you are, and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and you share that with others. But isn't with that very, a, isn't you know, that you're a very proud of as well that I get to live that way. Like mm. it's a privilege that. I can start these social enterprises because we're in a position where we we can live on the one income because we're frugal. Mm. And I get that privilege of getting to do what I want to do. Not mm. everybody gets that privilege. Not mm. everyone should go, oh, she's doing all that. But if you're having to just, some people have just got to get through the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that that's all good, we're all good, we've got enough of everything we need. Um you know, I'm not having to just get through the day. Mm. Um, so I'm so fortunate. Believe it or not, people, they spend years and years after awakening working on this, you know, on their authenticity, <laughs> on their gratefulness. And you have it. You are. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's part of who you are. That's yeah. amazing, actually. You didn't get to work hard on it. It's just. Yeah, just grow up poor, you'll be fine. <laughs> wow. No, yeah, people, yeah. it's not about being poor. Yeah, it's yeah. about your personality. Some people are poor. Most of them, they are complaining and they are, they, yeah, you know, yeah. no, they didn't that. turn out. Yeah, you know how you turn out. So exactly. it's what you are doing with what you get, and yeah. you turned pain into gain. Yeah, and it wasn't like it's not a sub story. It wasn't that bad, but um, you know they did they did struggle. But we were all together. There was four of us. In fact, someone took pity on us. Mum's auntie took pity on us and mm. bought a TV for us because we didn't even have a TV. Mm. Um, but there was there was so many of us. We just played. But we had a whole the thing is, Rebecca, on. we have been friends actually, but I've never seen that aspect of you now ah. you're telling you're sharing yeah. that with me <laughs> oh my god i cannot believe it yeah you know yeah. i cannot believe it because it has no impact i see a thriving person yeah. i see a person who is given generously to others i see all the beautiful qualities and yeah. i didn't even think for a second that you are coming from a very you know poor background yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what shaped you into the human yeah, being you are and, and mum yeah. and dad have worked really hard and they mm. continue to and they've paid the mortgage off so they they've got themselves in a good position now mm. but they're only there because mm. they work so hard wow. so everything is an action for us we work 
hard. Mm. That's, and my husband's values are the same. So it's the the biggest insult for us would be to be called lazy. Mm. It's it's part so of, you know. You value like, work yep, so much. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Working hard is, is important. But it's good for you. It's good for yeah. you to work hard. So hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I see you with different eyes now, actually. Yeah. I respect you more and yeah. uh, I understand what you're doing and why you are doing it more. Yeah. You know, this eagerness to help other and support and contribute. Yeah. And uh, I've met you after March 15 and I've seen how you have contributed into helping and supporting you know the families and uh, tell us a bit about that yeah I mean it's interesting though isn't it but I think that the thing is along the way so many of us have found each other Mm. and I've I started giving seeds of love but along the way I just made really amazing friends Mm. and I think that there's this amazing community of women now that have found each other we Mm. all existed but we've found each other and such beautiful friendships have come out of this so when when I do work in the community, if I if I'm representing something somewhere, uh, I represent my friends as well, mm. right? So that means that if I'm part of a project, you're entitled to come to me and say, "Hey, Rebecca, that thing you did that didn't work, that wasn't mm. right." Um, so um, it's yeah, I don't know. It's this isn't just kind of. It's evolved from a project that mm. I did to my life. Does that make sense? Mm. Like these are my friends and we do stuff and we hang out. And How did um, you get the idea of Seeds of Love? Uh, tell us about the idea yeah, itself okay. for people who so, don't know um, about it. Yeah. I'm always very good at telling a long backstory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm a social worker. I trained in anxiety after the earthquakes, supporting children and families. Mm. And um, we already have we already had friends who, mm. who are Muslim from the Muslim community, uh, but they are not they didn't go to that mosque, so all our friends were okay. Um, and so that happened on the Friday, and on the Sunday, um, my daughter was going to make seeded paper. We were doing it for Enviroferns for school because we wanted to create food for the butterflies, mm. and so. <laughs> We'd been going around the neighbourhood seed saving and we would literally like have this rule about how far up someone's drive you could go to mm. steal their dead flowers <laughs> to get their seeds. But anyway, so here we were and we were making the seeded paper and the social worker and me went, mm. ha, now's the time to have a conversation. So what I know is that uh, children, when they don't, you know, when stuff's going on in their lives, when big things happen, they don't have context, right? They don't have information Mm. so they have to figure it out for themselves Mm. so we really need to always figure out in these situations what our children are thinking and feeling um so i checked in with the girls i found out what they were thinking and feeling and for instance ruby ruby was scared of town because we were in town um that was her fear and we had to change for a very long time we changed our language we were going to the library or we were going to the museum we never said we're going to town um so you always need to check in with your kids you need to find out what they're thinking and feeling you need to explain it to them in in a way that is relevant to their age and Mm. stage and then you need to um reassure them and and often what we need to do is we need to do an action Wow. Yeah, because sitting and feeling sad, it doesn't really help anyone. It doesn't, mm. you know, like you either need to um, 
then kind of go, okay, I'm going to feel sad for a while and then I'm going to go about my day. Or you need to do something. So, and I said, well, we're, we're going to do something. So we made these seated huts. And then what happened is all these parents didn't know what to do and they were texting me and they were saying, what am I going to say to my kids? Mm. And so I started giving Seeds of Love. Um, and give, Seeds of Love is a song mm. about taking a stand. Wow. Yeah. So um, I started giving Seeds of Love um, and one of the first things I did was shared tips that a friend of mine, Jessie Kendall, who's got Empower Me now, she put out tips. Mm. And I said, Jessie, can I use them? And she said, yes. And I said, I'll put your logo on. I'll make sure I, you know, um, that if anyone's like, I need more of this, they could go to her. So I shared them. And then after that, um, my friend Naima sent me a message. And she said, she said, Zara wants us at a certain cafe at a certain time. I'm like, okay, because <laughs> that's what we do. We just do what we're told. <laughs> yeah. So um, Zara invited us to this cafe, didn't know anything, sat down with these women, didn't know who all of them were. I know who Zara and Naima were. And um, and Joe had said, Joe Bailey had said to Zara, I want to do something. Mm. Um, and so that day, United Canterbury Woman mm. was born. Wow. Um, so I'd, I'd already evolved giving seeds of love. We had a logo, we had pots, we had hearts, we had all that mm. stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so I became one of the United Canterbury Woman team. And I wanted to use... So here we were, we were making seeded hearts. And what I realized is it was just perfect because we were using wildflower seeds. So mm. t- they represent the beauty of diversity, right? So in nature, a diverse ecosystem is a strong ecosystem. Mm. It's a, And so if we were to embrace our differences and see wow. them as strengths, mm. we would have a strong ecosystem as well. Wow. So, um, and then what I wanted to do is use the tributes. Mm. So I um, managed to get hold of some people, and they were they were um, taking the tributes from Rolleston Ave, and they were sorting them. And so I went in to pick up the paper, and then I saw all the big piles of um, the the wrapper around the flowers, and I was like, mm. "What are you doing with that?" And I'm such a hippie. I was like, you can't waste that. You can't put that in later. <laughs> so I took it home. And my husband's Aww. like, what are you doing with that? <laughs> and that's when I got the idea for Unity, the big sign. Mm. And I knew my friend Simona is a, a, a paper artist. And um, so I took them to her and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this idea? And she's like, yeah, I can do that. Wow. So um, so Unity, she's such, like we call her she. She's so beautiful, and and she's all Simona. It was a crazy idea, and that was it from me. Wow. That she is all Simona's, mm. and she's beautiful. Um, so like I can't talk about giving seeds of love without talking about the evolution of all of it. Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then along the way, Janet Gill's like, "Hey, I want to take a photo, a photos of your event that you're doing," and I'm like, mm. "Yeah, oh, do you want to come and get photos? We're just getting flowers from you know, we're getting mm. stuff from the botanic garden." So she came along for that, and. Um, we all just found each other along the way, wow. didn't we? And I think we're all, what I think has helped and what I think we do well is we all do our thing, right? Mm. And we partner to do our yeah. thing. But we all know who we are. We all stand in that mm. and we can work together. And you share the same values of giving, helping, supporting. Definitely, yeah, definitely. So. Because I have all those skills. I've, I've already learned them. They were all there. Mm. It's like life took me to this moment when I went, 
I know what to do with this. Whoa. So, um, and and then obviously uh, when we had the event, Jemiah said to mm. me, come to the mosque. We're going to run a children's program in the holidays. Oh. Um, and I didn't realize it was the first time they'd had the children back. Oh, you know, and they yeah, really yeah. wanted mm. Al to be to return to being a a, mm. a positive, safe place for the children. Mm. And I think they did that well. That wow. was amazing that day. Wow! So good on them because the vibe. All your workshops are amazing because they, they yeah. have this, you know, spiritual side to them. Definitely, and, yeah, and they all have you. their own intent. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, the intent going to Al Noor was just fun, mm. and it wasn't about you can't you can't have those conversations with no, children. No, you know, yeah. so it's just, just having about, fun, planting yeah, seeds. And yeah, then, and then yeah. sometimes you do a workshop, mm. um, and they're really heavy and deep. Mm. But I, I always know the intent of a workshop, and then I leave it to the room if that makes sense. Oh. What do you think, what's the impact of this type of workshops? Actually, uh, so, what's the added value? So what I believe is if we want to uh, embrace our diversity, mm. um, we can do all these really big flash things, but at the end of the day, what I, I've really reflected on people um, that I know who are Pākehā, who haven't mm. had a lot of um, you know, migrants or, or different cultures or religions you know mm. is um listening to podcasts has been oh, really big one. interesting yeah. and also just getting to know someone so you hear them say oh well actually i know such and such and la 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 so mm. what i believe is the way we truly make a difference is connecting mm. so i try to create opportunities for people to come around and we run the workshop and we connect Whoa. and i don't i try to be very light about what the conversation has to be I start a workshop by saying, this is what we're doing. This is how it came to be. This is how we do it. And then I become obsolete in my so only you job. you hold the space. Yep. I sit the then, scene. Yeah. And then the energy that comes out, yeah. out of the space, you don't know about. You're no. surprised. As much. Every, yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone's different. So obviously the one we did for Unity Week, mm. the table you were at, wow. the conversation would have been different to the table someone else was yeah. at. Mm. And you get little snippets as you come in and give them you know, some mm. hot water or tell them the next yeah. bit. You hear the conversations. Mm. And what you hear is people connecting. Mm. And it's so cool. I love it when and people exchange and experiences yeah. and energies and yeah, because yeah, we're, we're all that's a priceless human yeah. con- you know connection is priceless exactly. Yeah. And it has to be, it has to be genuine. So my sister used to be a puppeteer for kids up the road. Aww. So that was a puppet show that went around schools, mm. and it was uh, to help people understand people with disabilities. Mm. And their rule was what they taught children was. Mm. Um, you don't have to be friends with someone just because they've got a disability, mm. but you do have to be nice. Aww. And so I'm not saying we all need to befriend mm. someone that's different to us because mm. that to me is not genuine, mm. you know, but you do have to be nice. And mm. along the way, and respectful. you know, yeah. yeah. And along the way, guess what? You probably meet someone that mm. you get on with really well. Yeah. So, and I think for me, I connect on values. Mm. So, um, so many of my friends are Muslim because of values. Mm. Yeah, we have the same values. and um, It's beyond faith or beyond colour yes, of skin yeah. or beyond, you know, who you are or where, where you come from. It's the human you are. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. I love that. You go beyond all of those, you know, things. Yeah. 
society imposed self imposed you know yeah. barriers and you just break through them and you see the raw yeah because person. you stop yeah. seeing things in a person when you mm. see the person when you know the person yeah someone might have a, a birthmark right mm. and you see that the first time but then mm. you just stop seeing it because you see the person that you know and love you wow. know so um it's, i just give people and opportunities to connect yeah and that's who you are you didn't work on that no you didn't work on opening your heart to diversity or to different peoples you're just you have this big heart yeah. fill of love yeah and it's not like i'm like oh well, well you're different i'm gonna like you like i have genuine friendships with yeah. people you know wow. so but i think i'm really comfortable with difference i find mm. it interesting so what i can tell you is we could talk all day mm. and never mm. you know like would never run out of things to i talk love about. difference too i thrive yeah. on difference yeah I, i i see that we can grow and evolve with different people rather than the same as yeah. us yeah i think and like, we were we have been created different for a reason to learn from each exactly, other you know exactly. yeah so and i think um i i know people that have traveled the world but mm-hmm. i think i understand better yeah. than they do yeah So, I confirm that. Yeah, you are amazing. I mean? yeah, and yeah. so the, it's it's an education having friends from different backgrounds. Wow, it's an opportunity, mm. and it's so interesting, and it makes you reflect on what's important to you when you see difference. Mm. So you go, do I like that? Do I not like that? Yeah. How do I feel about that? I strongly believe that anyone you interact with is adding value to you, but yeah. are you present to see that? He is always teaching. All people are teaching us something yeah. in a way or another, but yeah. are we present? Are we grounded to take that? Or are we always busy judging them, you know, uh, comparing them, yeah. uh, neglecting them, rejecting them, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, it, it is because all those mental barriers we make, yeah, yeah. they prevent us from truly connecting and taking the value yeah. and giving the value, this energy exchange. Yeah. But when you're aware of it and you're, just humbly modestly yeah. present and seeing what is this person why this person showed in my life and yeah, yeah. what this person is teaching me yeah exactly or the energy that is you know and giving I, me yeah. i try to do that when you know when people do something and you really don't like it and you just i i try to make that a lesson now mm. so i go okay have i ever done that have mm. i done something like that mm. i know how that i'm feeling after that person did that Now I need to make sure I don't do that. Is that a lesson for me not to do it? Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I think, obviously, age is a thing, right? Because I'm more comfortable with who I am. I don't mm. have to be more like you for you to like me. In fact, I, you probably like me because I am different to you. Mm. But also, we're very similar at the same time. Yeah. So I want, I think about my children and I want them to be really comfortable with who they are. Yeah. And interested in people that are different mm. to them. Not go, oh, in order to be friends with this person, I have to say I like that too. Mm. You know? I see acceptance in you and surrender. Yeah. I came from this, ba- and you say it high and loud. I came from this background, but uh, it didn't stop me. Mm. Uh, you know, thanks to this background, yeah. I am the person I am today, the grateful person, the authentic person, the open hearted person i am who i am thanks to that yeah, background so you turned you turned darkness into light you turn pain into gain and yeah. you are an alchemist can you see that about yourself no no i can <laughs> no that's why these conversations are so important. yeah i reflect back to people their life yeah light, because i see it yeah 
through this conversation, I know you, yeah. uh, you know, and I always see you shining star. Yeah. I do really. And I, you know, I love your energy. But through this conversation, I see where you come from yeah. and what you've achieved and how you turn that energy into an amazing beautiful energy and that you're sharing with the world yeah i hope you can see that today rebecca yeah definitely thank mm, you yeah okay. <laughs> thank trans <Greg. laughs> uh, uh, i yeah. love i love i love the person you are i thank love you. i love how you are turning challenges of life into funny stories and jokes and uh, yeah. you were talking before the interview <laughs> about your daughter and what happened and people parents would freak but you didn't no you always it's an opportunity and i and think hard things because like it's just part of being a kid tell oh. us about having fun because i see this funny side in you tell yeah. us about that's one of your well, amazing you know, the things thing is, you have the thing is it doesn't cost anything does yeah. it you know so we do stupid things all the time and mm. it's really funny to do them when you've when kids have got friends over yeah but we have we have a thing that every now and then i'll say oh at school today i farted so hard that. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> and then we've got to make up what happened like all the leaves fell off the trees yeah or, uh, you know um, uh, one of my sisters is an actress you know mm. so um maybe that helps but mm. you know you just gotta find fun everywhere and it doesn't wow. cost you anything mm. um and the kids yeah i can see what i know is imagination is a really important thing mm. right and that's how how we've evolved is through imagination you have to imagine mm. something that doesn't exist in order to recreate it mm. and so the biggest gift i can give my kids is imagination wow anything else you that's know, awesome because yeah. we grow with imagination exactly. we create with imagination yeah, yeah so and it's a that, powerful tool it's yeah. huge mm. if we don't have that yeah you know we're not evolving are we not at all so yeah. we got where we are now as as a human race because we imagined, imagine yeah new yeah. things and we created them and, yeah yeah Wow, <laughs> I can I can sit here for hours talking about your amazing personalities and all the strong points you have, and or uh, it's amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> I hope you can see that. But let's talk about. We talked about the past and the present and what you are doing. Let's talk about the future and the vision you are holding for the future. Oh, I, I think for the future. Uh so I'll break it. There's lots of different parts of who I am. And one of them is obviously Cremar & Co. So mm. that was started to support a village of weavers in Cambodia. And uh, my future for that is I need to get more sales. That's mm. just it. You know, I need, to, these women need work. Yeah. So for me, it's just about building on something I feel like I got right. Does that make yeah. sense? So it's Cremar & Co is a cele celebration of a cultural tradition and of a product. And um, I think we just need to keep on keeping on with that. Mm. Um, Do you want to share where people can get in touch with you actually? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have a website, kramar.nz. Okay. Mm. Uh, if you're in Christchurch, you can go to Solos and mm. they have a huge range. In fact, sometimes their range is bigger than my range. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we have handloom Cambodian scarves called Kramar. Mm. We, um, my co-founder, Nita, I, I run a business with a woman I've never met. It's wow. crazy. Um, my co-founder Nita um, found this amazing village of weavers and we've negotiated a price and then we doubled it and then we put a bit more on it as well and then we run the village fund so the village fund is one US dollar for every Cromar we buy mm. not every 
one we sell, every one we buy. Mm. So what we didn't we 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 didn't build how how they go into our success. We built it into the start. So we pay you well now. Mm. We put the money in the village fund now. Wow. So that village fund used to pay for doctors to go to the village, mm. and the ladies would choose who was on the list. Okay. Um, but la but the last time we paid out the village fund, uh, they had just gone into lockdown and there was no food. Mm. And I'm a business, so I have to be doing things properly. So I bought um, <laughs> I bought fifty uh, fifty kruma at ten US dollars extra each, wow. and that money then went straight in, and then boom, bought all the food and mm. just went um, went to everyone that needed it. And normally I don't show photos mm. of times like that because it's not a pity party. Mm. This is a beautiful product that we sell and they're amazing artisans. But that time Nita said, no, no, we need mm. to show what we've done. Um, so I just want to grow Kramar. Um, We're giving more people more opportunities, which means I need to grow and make sure people know about mm. that. Um, and that's – Kramarico is like my third child. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then with giving seeds, you have of many love, children. <laughs> <laughs> giving seeds of love is another child. Wow. Um, United Women of Country yeah, is another, another child. child. <laughs> um, and the list keeps growing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, the thing about so Kumar and Co is me and Nita really, but mm. in terms of decision making, and the, the weavers make most decisions. But um, giving seeds of love is something that I always do in partnership. Mm. So um, it's something that I don't really just do in isolation, if that mm. makes sense. And uh, so she'll continue and evolve as people's healing journey evolves. Mm. So uh, that's that's the thing about giving seeds of love. Mm. It's it's meeting the community where they're at mm. um, and being a conduit. So at the start, people would ask me questions. You know, non-Muslims would ask me questions because they, they didn't know and they weren't sure. Mm. And, um, and so that was kind of where I have been. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I help people understand, I think. Um, so I don't know where she'll go. Unity Week started now, mm. and so that's going to be a big part of giving seeds of love, I think. Yeah. And we'll just see what evolves. And mm. um, You go with the flow. I love that yeah. with you as well. Yeah. yeah. And I was challenged. So Hafsa, who I partnered with from Lady Gahija Charitable Trust to do workshops in the community, she challenged me to make giving seeds of love a social enterprise. Mm. She said, that you know how to do those, so make it a social enterprise and then you'll be sustainable. Mm. So... Um, that's really cool. So it means that obviously we've got our beautiful cards, but mm. I just got, and it took a very long time, I bought them in May, I ordered them and paid for them in last May, um, coconut shells as yeah. planters from a social enterprise in Indonesia. Wow. Um, so I just I just got those in. So I try to make everything I do positive. Does that make sense? Mm. Like what's the most positive decision to make in this situation? It's not just business for you. It's like what's behind and the, yeah, you know, and, the vision. Um, I want people the... to know that it's possible to run a business mm. in, in a positive way. And be human as well. Yeah. yeah care yeah. about others. And, exactly. Yeah. So um, business doesn't have to just be about no. money. No. Business is creating value. Yes. So yeah. how much value i am creating and it's all about value exactly yeah. and money is just an energy for the exchange yeah of and values. you need to make money yeah. and luckily nita has an mba so she yeah. knows that yeah. she gets that she's a smart woman 
Um, so whenever we're struggling to make a decision, it comes back to money because mm. you have to survive as a business. Mm. So yeah, um, and the future. Uh, the other thing is, yeah, there's. Uh, I think it's time. It might be time. I've got to somehow maybe get a job or turn what I do into mm. actual an income because everything I've been doing, I haven't been getting an income from. Mm. So it just goes back into the business. Yeah. Um, and helps us buy more products from the ladies, which is obviously mm. the best thing we can do for them. Um, so that's your next. Yeah. stage scaling yeah, yeah, yeah. it is so mm. I've got a I think you have whatever it takes you have the heart you have the mind you have the creativity yeah. the imagination to make it a successful business definitely yeah, but so I'm trying not? to slow a bit more mm. yeah because so. you're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> like I said to you yeah. I just, I've just been in the garden all week yeah. and if it wasn't you just I would have gone no I'm sorry I'm busy yeah. this week we need to balance out doing yeah. with being yeah uh, absolutely and that's what I love mm. about my business is mm. because there's the element like so yesterday when I wasn't in the garden I was making seeded hearts mm. because I got an order for them mm. and that's a really lovely thing to yeah. do so I have built something that can be the thinking stuff but also the doing stuff oh I love it the balance yeah we, are, we need balance in our lives yeah we do wow what story <laughs> <laughs> my last question to you is what's your advice to all the women out there they are still struggling because of the darkness they have been through or the trauma or the difficult experiences or the challenges what what advice can you give them and how can they turn as you've done it yeah amazingly well turning all the challenges into actually benefits and uh, into growth and yeah. you know we talked about many things mm. that helped you along the way but what's the one advice you can give them i think i think life is a series of choices mm. um and sometimes you have more choices than other times mm. but i think i think we need to choose to be happy Aww. and i think we honor people by being happy we honor those that we have lost by being happy because th those that have been lost don't mm. want us to be sad does that make mm. sense so um yeah so when my grandmother passed away i said to the kids this is awesome. She she's gonna be so happy. Aww. She's gonna be so thrilled. She oh was a good God. Christian, and she's yeah. gonna be going up there saying, "Hey, fella, I was here a little bit longer than I wanted to be." But, you know. So I think we need to choose happiness because it doesn't cost us anything. Aww. And I, I think I think when we're going through really tough times, sometimes we need to put a time limit on how long we feel sorry for ourselves. We need to say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna wallow in this wow. for an hour, for a day, for a week." But I need to pick myself up mm. and choose to bounce live. back. Yeah. yeah, I love it. People they think that it it depends on how life treats them, if they are happy or not. But it's the other way around. Yeah. I decide to yeah. be happy, and life will follow suit. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will exactly. obey my choice my decision yeah yeah and we that's one of the biggest one of the biggest secrets of the universe is yeah. the choice is all ours and we need to be or do whatever we want yeah we exactly. are not a victim no no mm. no and that, that that's such a powerless thing isn't wow. it whereas when you it's make very a choice, powerful yeah it is very powerful you yeah. know that you are the choice maker the decision maker and it's up to you to change your life whenever you want to yeah 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 and i think we owe it 
to people to be happy. Mm. I owe it to my parents to be happy. Wow. I owe it to my children to, to be happy. To yourself. Yeah. We yeah. are here in this earth experience and it's all about feelings and yeah. you know they are the GPS about the quality of your life. Exactly. If you are happy, if you are content, if you are grateful, it says a lot about the quality of your life. It does. Regardless yeah. of how many you have in your bank account or how many... Um, many friends you have or how many you know countries you go to yeah yeah, yeah. i it's, love it yeah i think you nailed it Rebecca. you got the secret of the universe yeah you yeah. have decided to be happy and i think that summarizes it all yeah definitely wow definitely. what a powerful conversation Rebecca. Thank, thank you so you. much that was awesome that I was amazing thank you so much thank You're you welcome. uh uh you know i am Usually when I finish a conversation, I'm, I'm very happy and grateful and excited. But today I'm full of gratitude and gratefulness oh, because wow. I got to, you know, know the real you, the raw you, yeah, yeah. the beautiful you. Yeah. Wow. Because we don't always have these conversations, no, do we? No. Yeah. Deep, deep conversation. Yeah. And they're um, important. I love it. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Empowered, our series of podcasts about women who went through hell and emerged empowered. Women who are alchemists and managed to turn pain into power. Empowered, our stories about awakening, healing and empowerment. Don't listen only for entertainment. Listen for inspiration and ignition. If you have a story to tell, let us know.